Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Well Being Radio Conversations for Positive Change. Welcome to An Abundant Mind with Christine Corcoran. Welcome back to An Abundant Mind. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you spending the time with me. Today, I really want to talk to you all about prioritizing your well-being. It can be often the first thing that we let slip when we get busy, when things get hectic, when there's drama, when there's something that's happened that kind of knocks us off kilter, our first thing to go is our well-being. when those are the times that we really need to actually have the habit in place so it supports us in those challenging times. So today I really wanna talk about a couple of different things that I think are really key when it comes to prioritizing your well-being. And I'm also going to speak to the challenges that I've had in regards to prioritizing my well-being because I am literally that person as well. Like I can find that I will prioritize everything else in front of my well-being and then recognize weeks into it that I've let things slip. So I guess the first thing is to really consider what does well-being mean for you? So when you're able to define anything, I think like one of the first things I always ask my clients to do when I work with them in regards to their businesses is for them to define what success means to them. Because if we don't know what it actually is and what that looks like, what it feels like, what it sounds like, who we're being in that moment, it is very difficult to actually get there. We end up trying to have high expectations of ourselves. We end up trying to get to a place that doesn't exist. So I guess it's really key that you start to consider what does well-being mean to you and for you to have that, what does that mean? Because even just the other day, I was running a workshop with a group of about 15 women, I think it was. And when I asked them what their focus was or intention was for 2021, a lot of the women came back and said they were looking for more balance and they were looking for improving their self-development, improving their well-being. And so when I asked them to articulate what that is, because by just saying that, like, I want to improve my self-development or I want to improve you know, have more balance. Like, what does that actually mean? How would you measure that? How would you know that you are actually in that place of that level of success, right? Of actually achieving that level of well-being. And so without that definition, it can be very difficult to actually get there. So what I would suggest is actually just take a moment and really just acknowledge what does well-being feel like for you? What does it sound like? What does it look like? And what would you be doing? What are the things that you would be doing? What would you be prioritizing? What would be on top of your list if you were in a well-being state? And I think when you're able to articulate that, it can be much more tangible and you can start to consider, well, I would feel good on a more regular basis. Okay, so what causes me to not feel good? Well, maybe it's the food that I eat. Maybe it's the lack of exercise that I have. Maybe it's that I don't have any downtime and I'm stressed, right? So being able to really articulate what they are really helps you to determine what it is that you're going to change or what it is that you'd like to bring in and and attract. 
So one of the first things that I find that really slips for me is my meditation in the morning. Setting yourself up on your terms in the morning, I think is really key and starting with a form of meditation. Now meditation can look like many different things or mindfulness, I should say. Mindfulness can be multiple different things. So I actually have like a little list of things that I really quite enjoy and I will choose depending on how I feel in that morning. So I might decide to read a few pages of a book. I might decide to journal. I might decide to do a creative activity like coloring or drawing. I might decide to go for a walk. I might decide to do some yoga. I might do some meditation. I might do a guided visualization. There's multiple different things that you could do. And I think it's important that you dip your toe in each one and get a feel for what feels good for you because then you know. And that that way, like I find that I have multiple things on my list so then I don't get bored either. So, but one of the things that has been a consistent practice for me, which has supported my, my well-being that I see the biggest difference is, is meditation. And when I miss my meditation in the morning, I feel it. I notice how I breathe faster. I notice how I am busier in my mind. I notice how I am distracted and I don't necessarily stay focused on getting things done in a succinct way. It's very kind of scattered. I notice that I have a a little bit of a lack of patience. I might be rushing. I might be not thinking things through. And then that catapults into other areas of my life. Then I think that I'm, you know, have the busyness going on in my mind and then I neglect my self-care or I neglect my exercise or I neglect my food and I start to eat things that don't necessarily make me feel good. And so I think it's key to pinpoint what's one of the first things to go when you find that you get busy or things become stressful or something kind of pushes you off kilter. What is it that actually causes you to, or what's the first thing to go? And then I often notice then it's my exercise. And I notice if I haven't been exercising and I feel so lethargic and I feel sore, like I have my muscles are actually tight and I don't necessarily feel energetic as much, right? So and you can't bounce back as quickly as you normally would. So just starting to notice what is it that you feel really helps you to feel good and really contributes to your well-being. One of the other key things I think when it comes to your well-being is getting enough sleep. And there's so many studies with about the, the amount of hours you should sleep each night and whatnot, but I think you know, like you know, when the days that you feel good, how many hours you've slept, the days that you feel crappy, that you know how many hours you've slept. So I don't necessarily believe that you have to go by the scientific rules, go by what feels right for you. And I know that I need to get to bed before 10 and then I'll be up at a reasonable time in the morning. If I go to bed any later than 10, 10.30, I am lethargic in the morning, I can't get out of bed on time and that then if affects the rest of my day. So being mindful of making sure that you're prioritizing sleep by actively choosing to go to bed at the time that really suits you. Then the next key piece I want to talk about is consumption. We are in the information age. There is so much, like honestly, too much information that we're consuming on a daily basis. And too much information causes overwhelm. And our brain is constantly processing everything that we're taking on board through our senses. So what we see, like from everything that we read and we watch, right through to what we smell, what we hear, what we're listening to, what we taste, what we touch, like all of our senses are bringing in information and our brain is trying to process all of that. Now, gone are the days where we would switch off at a certain time. We are actively asking our brain to consume on a consistent high level 
at all hours of the day, like from right in the beginning of the day, right through like, I don't know about you, but I go from waking up in the morning, I'll do my meditation and do my morning routine. And then I'm pretty much on my phone. So whether I'm scrolling social media, responding to people's messages, checking emails, you know, all of that type of stuff. And then I go from my phone to my computer. And then I'm literally looking at another screen for hours on end. And then I will be jumping on coaching calls and there via Zoom. So then I'm obviously still using my eyes and consuming information and really actively consuming everything. Because when I'm coaching, I'm calibrating at all times, really looking at everything from their body language to the sound of their voice to their breathing patterns and starting to notice when there's emotional triggers that I need to work through with them, right? So my brain is on alert for those times. And then I'll go back to my phone in between sessions or I'll be on my laptop and then I'll finish work. I'll close the office door and then the TV might go on and maybe I'll watch Netflix. And then you're on your phone while you're watching Netflix. Like, you know, I want you just to take inventory of your life and start to consider how much are you constantly consuming and could you possibly take a bit of a break at certain times? We're putting our brains into overwhelm. Our brain can only process five to seven chunks of information at a time. So if we're asking it to take on so much, but we're not giving it the white space to actually digest and process the information, then we're asking it to be on high alert. We're asking it to be working like so many hours. And then that's when we dream, which then causes sometimes a restless sleep because our brain's trying to process all that information in our heads while we sleep. So, I mean, as I'm saying, you can feel the intensity and the stress level start to rise, right? So we're doing that to our bodies every single day and our brains are calling out going, please just give me some white noise. And so what I mean by that is being mindful of what you practice in regards to your mindfulness, being mindful of what you consume. Is it positive information? Is it supportive of your future, of where you want to go? Is it supportive of your well-being? And if not, there might be some times where you need to put some boundaries in place with yourself. And if that's the key, then if you go back to the last episode of this show, we, I talked all about how you set boundaries and having that self-discipline with yourself. So really getting clear on what you're consuming. Is it positive? Could you adjust your consumption level? And then are you finding space within the day just to give your brain white noise? So like even what I was doing, I was finding that I would be going for a walk or head to the gym and be listening to music. So that's still consuming, right? So what I've been finding now is that sometimes I'll go for a walk and have nothing on. And so it's just giving my brain time to actually catch up and time to process. And that actually helps me feel so much better like it honestly improves my well-being by just giving myself white noise and or sometimes i'll be in the car and i'll be driving and i just won't put the radio on and just have quiet and just allow my brain to just take the time to process okay so with that in mind we're going to take a little moment to process and i'm going to give you a nice beautiful song to listen to so we're going to head to this song called even if the sky is falling down by cara d Life is a winding road No telling where it goes Driving through days and nights Won't stop for traffic lights And I I really wanna know, really wanna know If I Let figure out Falling down, I 
enjoyed that song. I really wanted to dive in a little bit deeper now and talk a little bit about how we give our five senses a break. And so I want to teach you a technique that I learned, which is using the five senses to calm our minds and calm our bodies. So it works in such a beautiful way that it actually helps to calm our autonomic nervous system. And it's so, so simple. Now you can use this when you're experiencing any form of anxiety, if you're feeling rushed and you just want to calm yourself down before stepping into a meeting, or you can use it in any space where you feel like you just want to be present. Like one of the biggest things that I'm finding for my well-being is actively choosing to be present in the moments that I'm experiencing in my lifetime. And often my phone can take, like can override that feeling of being present because I'm, if I'm always checking my phone, then I'm obviously taking myself out of the present moment. And so I'm actively trying to spend less time on my phone when I'm with friends or family. And so actually putting my phone away in my bag or leaving it somewhere so I don't necessarily have to have it there because our brains are wired to get a dopamine kick when we look at the blue light on our screens. So that's why we become so addicted to it because of the blue light, right? So anything that we utilize it for. So if we're in apps and we're getting dings or we're getting a notification saying someone liked your photo or is following you or is interacting with you, sending you a message, like all of those notifications actually send off a chemical response in the brain, which gives us a sense of happiness because we're getting a dopamine kick. So if that's you, then please utilize this tool because it is so powerful. Okay. So what you want to do is you just want to put anything out of your hands, Take a big deep breath in and exhale. 
and we're just going to use our five senses. So you can do this with me now. So if you're hopefully not driving, if you're driving, then maybe come back to this later. Or if you're operating any other heavy machinery, please come back to this later. So what I would love for you to do is we're going to use your five senses just to notice and bring yourself back to the present moment. So the first thing is we're using a tool called five, four, three, two, one. And so the first one is five. So what are five things you can see right now? And taking a moment to acknowledge and name them out loud, or you can do it in your mind. It doesn't matter. It depends on where you are. So right now I can see the trees blowing in the wind. I can see the beautiful blue sky with the white clouds going across the sky. I can see the roof of the house next door. I can see my computer screen and I can see the mouse sitting beside the computer. That's five things. And now four, what are four things you can hear? I can hear a faint sound of a siren in the distance. I can hear the buzz of the air conditioner. I can hear the whirring of my computer. And I can hear birds chirping outside. Three, what are three things that you can feel? I feel the support of the chair underneath my bottom. I feel the support of the ground under my feet. And I feel the cool air blowing on my skin. Now, what are two things you can smell? I can smell the remnants of what I had for lunch in the kitchen. And I can smell the linen on the bed on the other side of the room, fresh, clean linen. And one, what's one thing you can taste? I can taste the coffee that I had earlier. And so by doing that practice, using five, four, three, two, one, and your five senses, you're bringing yourself back into this present moment and noticing things that maybe your brain had deleted and kind of distorted because it wasn't important. But by acknowledging them and bringing them back into your present focus, you're allowing yourself to be in the present moment. And just notice, how do you feel? It's relaxing, isn't it? It really does calm your nervous system. So it's a beautiful tool to use anytime, anytime that you feel you're called to relax and just enjoy the present moment. And I do this even when I'm with people. So I might just do it in my mind, just notice if I'm rushing or if I notice if I'm breathing really fast, so that's in where I'm, my body's in a rush state. I did this the other day and I was heading to see a friend for breakfast and I was late. I was literally got caught up in traffic and so I was rushing to the cafe. And we got to the cafe and she was already there. So I went and I, I joined her, hugged her, said hello. And we sat down and looked at the menu and I just sat for a moment and went, what's five things I can see? And I noticed different things within the cafe, four things I could hear, the different movement in the kitchen, the sound of my friends breathing, the movement of their feet under the table, three things I could smell, 
So there was beautiful, beautiful smells coming from the kitchen. There was a smell of coffee from the table next door. And there was a smell of the leather of my handbag. The two things that I could touch were the leather of the seat that I was sitting on and the feel of the menu in my hands. And one thing I could taste, I could almost taste the coffee. I hadn't yet, but just the smell of the coffee transferred it to my taste buds and I could taste the coffee. It allowed me to be present while we were reading our menus so that I could focus on my friend and be there to talk to her, not have the 50 other things that were going on in my mind previously to take over and override the experience of being there present with my friend. So I'd love for you to try this at home. Try this whenever you feel at any time that you want to be present. Like honestly, it's such a great practice. You can use it anytime, wherever you are. And then come and find me on Instagram and let me know what you think. I would love to hear your experience with it. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I hope you start to prioritize your well-being because I think it's one of the things that we can absolutely control. And when we put our well-being first, we are supporting ourselves and supporting the future of the life that we want to create. So allow yourself to put your well-being first and know that by you doing that, you're also helping others because when you show up in a state where you feel like you're fully in a state of well-being, you are going to be a much more present friend, a much more calm and collected mother or father, a much more effective employee or boss. So take this time now to do your inventory on your well-being and try the 54321 technique and let me know how you go. And thank you so much for listening. Wellbeing Radio. Conversations for Positive Change. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.